Holy shit. Episode nine. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Four goddamn mother effing fools. Are you sure it's episode nine, Michael? Uh, ten? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's episode nine. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm good. We were, uh, we were trying to figure out how to start this, and we almost had a Halo acapella sing-off. Something like that. I want to be the very best. Yeah, we almost kicked Sam out of the group. Pokemon for life. Super pumped about today. We are talking about something so kick-ass and interesting. But before then, we should do introductions. Oh, shit. Who we got here? All right, so welcome back to The Greater Fools. Uh, the podcast where we pick a topic, drink a few beers, and then drunk explain the shit out of that topic. Uh, today on the podcast, we have the original fools, if you will. Uh, we have myself, Chris Gibbs, uh, podcast uh, editor aficionado. We have Michael <laughs> Brazell. <laughs> we have Michael Brazell, Mr. Scratch Golfer. We have Sam <laughs> Wilkinson, low-riding, badass new car owner, and Adam. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we have a framed photo of ourselves. We do have a framed photo. I'm, I really need to find a way out like to, to make that photo our <laughs> Greater Fools uh, podcast yeah. picture. Yeah, I mean, Coming to you soon. It's not that hard, right? <laughs> Uh, you, you, I mean, you just you'd be it? surprised. <laughs> Leave it to the aficionado if he can't You're figure it out. <laughs> it has to be self-proclaimed a square picture. Don't Does worry. that look like a square picture, Adam? It's clearly been cropped. We can do that thing that they, uh, whenever they show iPhone videos on the news, and they add like the blurs on the side. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Like the blurred border yeah. to expand it. <laughs> um, that uh, photo will be coming to you soon, as Michael Scott would say. It's TDB. TDB <laughs> <laughs> on that photo <laughs> just wait for it <laughs> so uh the the topic today comes from uh, a coworker of mine actually saying an old phrase that i hadn't actually heard in a long time but it was something along the lines of people that live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones mm. something like that but uh <laughs> it's funny in my mind you know how when somebody's having a conversation with you like and they just totally switch topics and you're like, wait, how did they get to that point in the conversation? You're like, oh no, no, I I see where they made the jump. Well, in my head, I was like, oh, glass houses. Wow, Adam's house is glass. It's like most of it's glass, all windows. And then I was like, oh, throwing stones. It's like, well, why would he throw th- throw stones in the house? And I got completely sidetracked from what the actual <laughs> saying meant. <laughs> wait. Th- this is actually your thought process. Yeah, this was my thought process. <laughs> oh, good. This is why nobody knows what I'm thinking at, <laughs> at all times. I'm glad it took I him about <laughs> 15 minutes in the hallway just staring at the ceiling. <laughs> I'm glad I could make it into your daily thought, Chris. <laughs> so, so the actual saying, uh, I guess the the idea is that like you know people who uh, are judging other people or or like giving advice uh, when they haven't figured out their own shit. Uh, I think that's kind of what the saying's getting at is like, oh, if you haven't figured out your own life, then like, why are you giving advice? But in my mind, it's like, oh, well, maybe they've gone through that same. Sh- Anyways, the the topic of the podcast is about 
old sayings that people have always like said, like old. I don't know. Yeah, that are <coughs> potentially cliche, but also potentially wise and something that's of value. Yeah, now we're gonna delve into some of them just to see what's what and give you guys the lowdown on what's actually full of shit and what's not. Thank you, Mike. That was much better than what I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little bit more sober. <laughs> well, God that's damn gonna, it, that's gonna up, be Michael. changed. I had a lemon Perrier, <laughs> a protein shake, a and now I'm working on a Bud Light. So my <laughs> stomach is very happy. <laughs> no, and and I think the idea around this topic that we're gonna try to get at is, uh, you know, some of these like sayings may be completely wrong, but also. We may have times where we can actually apply some of those sayings to our own lives. Um, and we have just a, a long list that we can go through, but uh, we'll we'll try to keep it to, to some good ones and, and apply those. Um, if anybody, if you guys are okay if I start out the Dude, take it. Well, should we pick up with that glass house rock throwing one? Yeah, that's actually a good one because what I was trying to get at is like if you're giving somebody advice on something, it's like, oh, maybe I haven't figured my shit out, but I could probably tell you what I did wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't know about about you guys, but I I definitely give advice even when I am not doing everything perfect myself i i can think of today when i did it when we were golfing (laughs) (laughs) oh you're not perfect golfer (laughs) it's so much more fun to like look at someone else's swing and be like we would golf with this guy who said his name was Sam. I swear to God. What? So yeah, was, the was, Asian guy that said was, his name was Sam. Yeah, was Are like you serious? This, yeah, yeah. Could barely speak English. No, he said, you can call me Sam. Call me Sam. <laughs> and I was like, what <laughs> is your actual name? He okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I found out I couldn't go golfing, I hired a guy. <laughs> just so you three wouldn't feel bad not golfing with Sam. <laughs> a guy who speaks broken English and said, you can call me Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was good, though, it, until the end. <laughs> and then, but the we were sitting there, hole. and like it's so much easier to dissect his swing and be like, "Oh my God, old man River over here, what the hell is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> and then like I would just power fade straight into the marsh, <laughs> and like, "Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't be throwing stones." <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag power fade. But that's not true. Like you can be like, "Oh, like I, I am." It's a lot harder to self-reflect than it is to so actually much harder. Yeah. help somebody improve their life. Like true, it's because you're stepping out of the situation itself, right? Like totally, s- self-reflection mm-hmm. is damn hard. Yeah, what is up with <laughs> introspection? God damn it! A wise man once said, uh, "You can always learn something from someone or from everyone." Basically, is that another one of the sayings? <laughs> no. Well, it can be. It can this be. It sounds can, like a we parable. Can, we can, we <laughs> casual can, segue to item number two. We can read that in the Bible. We can dissect <laughs> that one if we want. But the point is, like, no matter how much you know, no matter how smart you know or whatever, you will always be able to learn something from somebody. That There's something, somebody out there knows something that you don't, right? And But that just goes along with the throwing rocks and glass houses thing. It's like... Doesn't matter how much you, you think you've got it all figured out or not. It's so you should be ears open. Oh, that's oh. the way I interpreted it. Totally. Least. So it's like, oh, the people that are outside of the glass house looking in. And by the way, don't look at your neighbor's windows. Like that's not cool. I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> s- <are> you <laughs> why? Why'd you look at me? Are you saying this from experience <laughs> or? No, I'm not saying it from experience. But 
Wait, wait, am I the only one that spies on my neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what the fuck, dude? Damn it, Mike. <laughs> they know your voice already. Michael, we have a we have <laughs> camera set up. We're nine, Everybody knows we're nine or ten episodes in, depending on who you ask. <laughs> I think they know your voice. Fake news. Ten hours. <laughs> Fake news. We're on episode 12. There are a bunch of undercover episodes. We'll air <laughs> next year. <laughs> we can't ever record the, the non-airable episodes. Yeah. Dropping names. Well, we'll just... We'll do some editing. <laughs> <laughs> For our Patreon supporters, we'll drop them. <laughs> Love you guys. Yeah. I do. I actually, I really like the way that we've looked at the, I don't know, not throwing stones in glass houses because it's it's 100% true. Like, you can't be introspective as easily as you can see, like, the issue in somebody else. And the best way I can, like, point this out is actually, like, looking at my friend's dating life back when I was still dating they were like, I was like, oh, you got to do this, man. What are you doing? You're like, you just got to get out there and like ask your girl out. Like, oh, she doesn't care. Just ask her. And this was back like when I was single. It was like, well, you're not dating anyone, Chris. <laughs> like, why are you giving me advice right now? But to be fair, he's done pretty good. I with did the good now. <laughs> the, the, this is Chris. He finds some crazy new way to talk to girls on the internet or some book or some random stranger. I want to try it. And then he doesn't want to try it. So he gets me or one of his friends <laughs> and says, hey, I know what you should do. <laughs> Acts like he's done it a million times, sends us off on our way, and sees if it works or not. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we have a new review. Oh, oh, you want to get into the <laughs> review already? We're singing different songs. I thought that's where you were going with that. Start spreading the news. It's a different song again. So the second half of this podcast, starting now, it was just acapella. All right, listeners, give me your humble opinion. Write us about what you think of this acapella i'm about to <laughs> sing while while chris finds the review all right actually i have it here so you don't need to sing your acapella all right hold off there chris for one second and we're back <laughs> we had technical difficulties sorry about that all right <laughs> so this podcast or sorry this uh podcast review i can't be a wizard <laughs> this podcast review is uh, from the profile two dollar sign three dollar sign uh, colon nine question mark nine exclamation it's a bunch of random things mm. they clearly are anonymous right now mm. uh, so we we may never know who this is it's binary uh, but if you listen to the last episode I was talking about a book that one of my ex girlfriends left at my house randomly um, called more money than God. And uh, and I think this uh, this actually references that it's uh it's f- uh, the the title or the what is it um yeah the title of the description or the review is funny and interesting and it says funny and interesting podcast has this Coors Light basement vibe to it snuggle up with your favorite Tillamook flavor and give it a listen <laughs> <laughs> and then there's four exclamation points which you know what that means. Uh, and then it says, hashtag more money than God, hashtag burnt that book. <laughs> Man, well, they really picked up on the vibe that we were trying to throw yeah, out. And we'll never know who whose review that was. It's kind of <laughs> creepy. It's as if it was someone in the house. Someone in the house. <laughs> Wait, are there people around us? 
I see a dog, a cat. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a regular uh, Matt Damon uh, movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> getting through the reviews. But Th- just to thank be clear. you for that review. Yeah, thank you for All the right. five star review. Hey, more five star reviews, and we'll read them on we air. We will read and for actually the hashtags comment. that trended on <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> the podcast site. Um, so <laughs> just <laughs> just to be clear, uh, the comment did reference our favorite Tillamook flavors, and I just want you know everyone to know it's mudslide. It's a hundred percent mudslide with chocolate peanut butter. A close second. It's, it's oh. a close second. It's a close it really second. is, but it's but it's, it's mud definitely slide. a second. Mudslide <laughs> is fire. Mud Just straight slide. fire. It is so good. Mudslide is uh, the best thing that anyone's ever eaten when, ever ever. When you say like close second, you mean like if some two people are racing and the next person's like an hour behind. <laughs> <laughs> is that, it's like is Mike's golf scores next to Adam's golf scores. You know. Oh, <laughs> zinger! <laughs> That's cold blooded, Chris. I'm kidding. Shots fired. <laughs> you beat him today. <laughs> I did. I beat him. You won. Mike, yeah. Mike beat me by a stroke today. Holy oh, shit, Michael. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's actually nowhere near because the mudslide just destroys the peanut butter and chocolate. Okay, everyone, take it down a notch. <laughs> Let me rewind the clock one month ago before we discovered mudslide. We were obsessed with chocolate peanut butter. I just got to <laughs> Yeah, but that's like hooking up with a five and then you fuck a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Dost my eyes deceive me. Tis a nine in my bed. <laughs> and you're Never the same. I feel like you learned know this from personal experience. <laughs> Please well, elaborate. Well, it was 2005. <laughs> Do the math on that one, kids. I had no Mike idea. Mike was 13 years old. <laughs> nope, I was not. Bad math, Adam. Well, whatever, I just guessed. <laughs> but... Uh, just a straight up 15. goblin in my bed. Fourteen about <laughs> to turn fifteen. You were really close, Adam. <laughs> what, uh, what about a garbage? Well, what about garbage? <laughs> okay, I just that. gotta say. Unless we explain what that's from. Yeah, they know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Silicon Valley. It it makes we make many references. We do. Silicon Valley is our favorite. I just podcast have to show. say, I've been on that chocolate mudslide game for a hot minute, and I've been trying to get you guys. On the bandwagon, and I'm f- glad that you finally joined me. Yeah, golf, uh, mudslide, what's next? You Gay took sex? You took Adam, you really <laughs> promote a lot of things, <laughs> and I, I feel like we're all moving that direction. <laughs> we're all moving that direction <laughs> to, to the gay sex. It's a slippery slope, according to Chris. <laughs> On Chris the mudslide, it's very slippery. <laughs> I have no words, Chris. <laughs> Side note, I just finished my first beer. Next one. <laughs> Jesus, Michael, I'm on like six. Yeah, well, <laughs> slow and steady wins the race. Next thing we can talk about. And you're still not singing as much as Mike. <laughs> slow and steady wins the race is Kay. completely a terrible saying. That's a great segue back into the topic. You're that welcome. Is totally that is unintentional. That one drives me nuts. That is totally nailed that one. Hands down the worst. In Literally no universe slow and steady does a tortoise beat a hare. In no universe. I don't care. Give me any type of race. Uh, Unless the hair breaks wrestling. a leg and gets AIDS. <laughs> no. No. Hold on. It's still. We potentially. Wrestling is not a race, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we, we potentially live in a multiverse. And for you to just throw out that in what universe. Like, I don't know. How many universes are there, Sam? But is a tortoise in another universe still a tortoise? Or is it a tortoise universe 67? 
That's how we're labeling things, by the way. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> this That's is a terrible all, point. <laughs> this is all too much for me right okay, now. Okay, no, okay, that's a good one. That's a actually really phenomenal example of yeah. just a stupid fucking saying you should stop listening to. Like, real bad. Slow and steady wins the race, you mean? Yes. Yeah, it, it's the goddamn worst. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Unless you're running long distance. Or, you know what? Okay, let's take it back mm-hmm. to golf. A fan favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks no, so to like, me thanks to adam you, aldous that's a l d o u s so like <laughs> rushing through uh douche on the loose hashtag douche on the loose <laughs> douche, douche on the loose douche on the loose yeah. uh anyways easy there but like golf's a good example of that uh you like you sometimes if you're rushing through your swing mm-hmm. you'll fuck it up and i think the whole idea is like okay take your time on the important <coughs> things yeah i actually ran into this this week this uh, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, we're using a scalpel, and you're just yeah. like, oh, gotta be <laughs> real careful about this. <laughs> no, but really, uh, doing experiments in the lab. If you, I mean, if you make one mistake, you're setting yourself back. You know, twenty minutes, maybe even you know, all the way back to the beginning. If it's a bad enough mistake, and so you have to make sure you are being very, very deliberate with every action. Um, and I, I was. Uh, were, were you uh, looking for? testicles and the frog's legs and you're cutting open the frog leg and yeah. you're <laughs> in the lab yeah that's the, what you're doing are you referencing past episodes that I is am impressive <laughs> we I have mean, quite the <laughs> repertoire now <laughs> hey we got to well, reference as we much have as we possibly can <laughs> 10 episodes Dude, by episode 20 it just kind of rolls naturally <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> mike's doing episodes in his sleep what? <laughs> <laughs> anyways i um i also think like slow and steady wins if you are uh, if you're at your job and you're trying to sell some someone on something, oh, and yeah. if you're just like, let's do it now, let's go now, mm. you're ready, right? You're like 70 years old and take a lot of prescriptions. <laughs> let's go fast. Like, bye, bye, that bye, does bye. not sell. work. Are you bye, on Adderall bye. when you're trying to sell that person? Because you, I was I was exaggerating the the fast ones. No. The so this is a really good example. Uh, there's yeah. there's that phrase, uh, and this is another one. Um, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, mm-hmm. and and that's actually kind of backwards sometimes too. Wait, what is? It? I've never heard that one before. Oh, you right. haven't? Oh, it's one in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. I don't get it. What's the bush? So it's an unknown. So it's like okay, you have this potential that's bigger, but you also have the bird that's already in your hand. Oh, I got well, it. Well, it's okay. Cool. It, it's also. I mean, you can take it literally, right? With the, you so know, you have hunt. one bird. You've caught one bird, right? And then there are two in the bush, right? Like, think of a literal bush. Do you do you risk letting go of the one to get the two? Is that yeah. kind of the yeah? Mm-hmm. I got you. It's gonna be difficult to get two, and the chances of you getting two, but if are you have a stone, low. you should try to kill both of those birds in the bush with that stone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, you should. Inception of me to my next. do run it back, baby. Run it back, Mr. Romney. <laughs> no, we gotta stay at the. Uh, Nobody the gets the, the bush, Romney though. joke, Mike. So at work, <laughs> damn it. At work, we have like a, at my work, we have this like land and expand where you land a smaller deal, but you just get into the company and then you grow it from there. Breadcrumbs, like yep. Breadcrumbs, right? Mm-hmm. And so the bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. At that point, is good because it's like, yeah, if you get in the company, eventually it will grow. And like that's a proven thing for us. Whereas the two in the bush, if you like put back that initial sale and try to like grow it to be a big sale later on, 
it's it's much harder and it's much more of a risk. So like for us, we're actually going back and forth between this this whole like, oh, you know, is it better to get that initial small deal and then to later have growth versus like the two big ones up front? Um, it just depends. Slow and steady. Yeah, so you are going a lot slower in that scenario because you're not getting it today. But those two are kind of related well, in that sense. What's the consensus there? Which Do we know which one So is far, the land and expand is proven. We've had a we've had one, just like one big fish period, like so far, and it's going well, but it's taking a long time to do well. Is it Hooli? <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> Gavin Belson's just a real dick in the negotiations. <laughs> so, do we think there is some truth? Do we think there is some truth to? Oh, we heard you there. Did you finish your Tillamook ice cream cone? I remember <laughs> I remember my first ice cream cone. <laughs> it was like oh, six months ago. <laughs> we literally started off bashing that phrase of slow and steady wins the race, but then the last like five minutes we're like, yeah, and this thing and that thing. So I totally noticed that. <laughs> so if we take it literally. <laughs> so do we <laughs> do we say like that it's valid some of the time? Well, I, I think that is, I mean, with all of these phrases, sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. This They're contextual, the right? But it, it's very contextual, and honestly, part of the reason why we have these phrases is to differentiate between like when it's good to be slow and steady and when it's good to be super fast, right? Yeah, if you're running a 100-meter dash, you mm -hmm. need to be 100% the entire time. But yeah. if you're running a mile, it's got to be like a, I don't know, 80%, 60%, like 50%, 80%, 100% at the end. It so can't be like the fastest at the beginning doesn't always win. You got to use your brain when you're applying these phrases. You Spoil can't just yes. be just straight up taking it for what it's worth and just yeah, applying it says to that to every you, single thing. Be like, okay, it, <laughs> and this this may be like the entire like idea of the podcast is that like somebody who uses this saying, it's like maybe they don't understand the difference between being intelligent and being cynical or being <laughs> like, Oh, I'm using this smart sounding catchphrase, but I'm actually a fucking moron. <laughs> this is just like, oh, this sounds like good life advice, so I'm gonna use this catchphrase. But I won't apply it to my own life. <laughs> I'll just give it to you. Yeah, motherfucking glass house. Go suck a dick, <laughs> golf Sam. Not you, Sam. Not you. Love you, Sam. But <laughs> golf so Sam was that said you dude, could call He was him throwing Sam. out advice like he loved. Oh to coach my you god, up. he was yeah. just like, no, no, no. That's you throw it in there, you hit it in there. It's garbage. Literally he said did, that. He literally <laughs> did say that. So Is it what about garbage? <laughs> oh, no, that one's gone. It's garbage. <laughs> okay, I feel like we should explain this just for anybody who might not have seen Silicon Valley. There's a character named Jin Yang. He is, uh, he's from China. And in the episode, uh, Ehrlich, the guy who owns the house, is trying to explain to him that there's a difference between the three trash cans because they don't have that in his native land. And so he's like, okay, this one is for the trash. It's like, so any normal trash, it's like this one's for the green waste and like this one is for recycling. And it's like, we don't burn any of them. And then, it, and <laughs> and then Jin, it's Jin like, Yang. do you understand Jin Yang? And Jin Yang's like, <laughs> yes. And he's like, okay, good. And Jin Yang's like, 
But what about garbage? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying, right, we burn the trash, right? We burn <laughs> and he's the like, trash. no, we don't burn the yes, trash. Yes, I burn the trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, at the end. But what about but garbage? What about garbage? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Classic. I love that show. So do you guys have any thoughts about the phrase or cliche, silence is golden? Oh, I, oh do I? Uh, actually, this is not that specific phrase, but uh, that that kind of goes like straight along with one that I have. Um, there's a there's that saying: it's better to remain silent and be thought of as a fool, uh, than to speak out and remove all doubt. So it's mm. better to be silent and be thought of as a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. Yeah, I would say That's doing a a, doing a podcast definitely goes against the. we're fucking fools we know that man the entire point of this show 100 percent. yeah we're not pretending (laughs) on this show the greatest fools i heard a different version of that that was uh it's better to have people think you're a fool than open your mouth and prove it (laughs) yeah exactly literally (laughs) right i mean you nailed that (laughs) shouldn't have opened my mouth there (laughs) (laughs) too bad we've already proved it oh okay (laughs) nine episodes worth (laughs) this one's this one's hard though because it's like Telling somebody, oh, yeah, you should remain silent because you're an idiot. Like, no, you can't get better. You can't get smarter. You can't get better at, like, a, a conversation unless you you actually, like, have conversations and use your voice. Yeah, it is so, like, at work especially, I, to me, I think about, like, just not wanting to sound dumb. And I, it just... Screw that, man. I, it's just something where I need to get over and get better at, but I, I I hold back or refrain so much because it's just like, what if that's not the perfect thing to say? You're talking about on the phone while you're selling? Or just to like or to managerial co-worker. staff or to boss or coworkers, whatever. You're telling me that you... Michael Brazell. You are the one you are very, very smooth and like w- understand. The top salesman at Pillpack. The man, some people might say, that took them to the merger to the Amazon. With Amazon. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Amazon. We're They're, in Brazil. <laughs> Michael Brazell brought them to the Holy Land. Oh shit. Boy, nope. we made a good connection there. And you're saying that you don't know. Oh, we get that there's a big sales force. But no, Mike, we know you. You're a good salesperson. And it's not just that we've seen it at your work we actually haven't but we've seen it in real life and boy is it fun to watch <laughs> this reminds me of <laughs> one of our very early episodes when we were each tasked with uh describing a, a failure of ours and mike said that he failed at running and then proceeded to talk about how he ran 13 miles he really <laughs> soothed that one in. it's like you didn't even know that it was gay sex but it happened because <laughs> Michael talked you into it. True. Oh. I was really, really mad I'd, about I'd it. Say I, I'd say I probably... <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> I probably care too much. That's one of my biggest <laughs> issues. <laughs> That's my I, biggest weakness. I work I way care too, too hard. much. I work too hard. I just care too much about our clientele. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be quicker with... Dude, when sense. you were having the... <laughs> I can't remember what episode it was, but you were talking about how people ask you hey can you uh ship me weed and you're like hey we're on a recorded line (laughs) 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 the delivery of mike was pretty good hey 
We're on a recorded live. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good one. For HIPAA purposes, you are recorded. <laughs> and everything uh, you say sh- will be held against you actually, in a so pill court. The keeping your mouth shut and like not sounding like an idiot, like that is completely against the whole, like there are no dumb questions. Um, so like, hey, yes, there are. I don't know. You you can open your mouth, talk, make a mistake, learn from it, get better, or you can just stay quiet and be an idiot your entire life. Whew. That's where I'm at with that. I'm saying. not sure that staying quiet means you're going to be an idiot for your whole life. You I'm can learn without opening your mouth and saying something stupid. But not if you don't know what you're like. What's actually happening? So if you don't ask a question to figure out, hey, no, but you learn from other people. Yeah, but you can learn from other people only by asking. And like, yeah, the question may sound stupid at first, but the reason that professors and managers, like teachers when you're like in kindergarten say there are no dumb questions is because you won't ever like progress unless you ask the questions that you don't actually know the answers to. And that they're not always going to come up. 100% won't always come up. You know, I've brought this up a True. number of times, but uh, shout out to Miss Powers in Eighth grade uh, English teacher. She used to tell us whenever we'd complain about something, she'd say "suffer in silence." <laughs> that's that's <laughs> another so one. Good. It's so funny. Oh, she oh, nailed it. What a what a <laughs> fascist. Just love it. <laughs> what a fascist. <laughs> you know, you know, she woke up every morning just hoping she could bust that. Oh one. yeah, she she said it like every week. I swear. <laughs> she had like her forty eight ounce of diet coke, just sipping it cynically. Oh yeah, that huge <laughs> big old. Yeah. <laughs> she was cool. Um, she was cool. Very. She probably still is. She's still cool. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Shout out to Miss Powers. If you're listening to this, you are a great, great, great teacher. I just want to. That'd throw be amazing. Out. You should share this episode with her, but none, none of the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't cool know. She'd be cool with it. I mean, we yeah, got we've got be. a lot out there. She's bound to find one of them. <laughs> so I, I just want to throw out some phrases some real quick ones here <laughs> that I don't understand like how they became phrases. I don't understand. Like we, we all know what they mean. We can read between the lines, but why? Okay. So like, I'll give you an example, barking up the wrong tree. Uh-huh. We all know what that means. Oh boy. <laughs> I have a bunch of animal ones that I would love to go. I through. know <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. And this is a good one. Cause but, you're but barking up the wrong tree. Why the fuck? Why? Cause there's a cat in the tree. And <laughs> <laughs> but not that tree. You're at the wrong tree. That cat was in that tree yesterday, <laughs> but that cat's in a different tree. So now you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> Chris just and went if you off bark at the wrong cats, tree, he's definitely pictured the this point. before. Guys, there's a bunch of like animal ones that I have a lot of fun questions for. But keep going. Okay, okay. I heard it on the grapevine. Explain well, that one to it's me. It's just a great song. Okay, well, I think it was a phrase before a song. You don't know that. So I don't, but I'm <laughs> 90% sure. But where does that come from? Um, so the year was 1123. <laughs> no, I just think it's, it just bugs me. These They bug me when they That's don't make sense. Because there could be so uh, many different ways that you could say that. Let like, the cat out of the bag. Hold on. That's one of mine. You I stole know. it. They're all cat ones. <laughs> They're all on. cats. Out of the bag. A grapevine. <laughs> Real quick. Grapevine. Like, is that just like... A vine with grapes on it. So, it? so my guess is the yes. grapevine came okay. from like ancient literature, 
where at some point there was like a Greek legend or an Italian this story. Is, this is a cold guess? This is a, I mean, it's a decently educated guess. Okay. But like where a lot of these, uh, so there's like four different phrases that I had found or I had, that I had tried to research when I did all the like back planning for the stuff. Uh, so one was like idioms. Another was like, you know, famous sayings. Um, but like the the big one that was really helpful for me was parables, and like so parables are pretty ancient and and like Aesop's Fables has like a ton of lessons and stuff that you can, they're all parables though, um, and like a lot of them come from like ancient Greece, and like, parab I can't remember the there's a term I don't know there's a there's an actual Greek god that's like associated with these things, so parabolus, it, it's not that <laughs> <laughs> I took a shot. <laughs> Um, but there, I mean, this is one of those things where like that probably came from a point or, or a story, some sort of a story where they're like, oh yeah, oh, I heard that through the grapevine, like so-and-so, but we just dropped the like so-and-so because we all understood what it meant. I picture it coming th- through labor forces that worked on land with like grapevines and it was just things that worked just through that. And they're passing along their knowledge through... That specific I think that's more channel. And honestly, I think it ties into like Yeah, but I don't think slavery. it's a recent thing. <laughs> like honestly, something more like <laughs> on like on just not cool. Yeah, no, I think southern Italian. No, I think though. you're right. They're much darker skinned. Now that you say that, I think maybe I've heard something along those lines before. I, I think it's something along those lines and that's why it's like a Marvin Gaye song. That is a weird back one. Back in the day, like and it's got a, quite a bit of soul. <laughs> okay, but I got another one. Treading line. That just it just drives me crazy. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Everyone says it incorrectly too. It's like tequila. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to take. <laughs> but a little bit better with the grain of salt. Yeah, but that's not what take a grain of You don't know that. what grain of salt <laughs> means. <laughs> did, did you no, I'm saying that's not what it means. It just means like don't take everything I say oh, as true. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. It's different. So, do, <laughs> like, do you know where it comes from? A healthy dose of skepticism. What, Co- uh, cooking? What? No, tell me. So, I, I looked this one up because it also drives me nuts because people say it different ways too. Like, take it as a grain of salt or take it with a grain of salt. And anyway, Kay. let's take it with a grain of salt. Um, I guess there. I think it's an ancient Greek um, text, but there's this recipe for. Um, this poison antidote that had like all it had like figs and like leaves and all these things. And the last ingredient was add a grain of salt and the grain of salt was supposed to make the uh, antidote easier to drink. Um, and then that's where it came from. Supposedly makes huh. sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the salt supposedly helps things uh, go down easier. So like if you're giving me advice, I can add some salt to it. So it, and kind of it goes down easier. Sense. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> but have you ever? Uh, I, I should it is a weird one though, and it's yeah. super it still drives me crazy. Used. That is one of those things that's probably been around for like quite a while, and like we still use it all the time. I've got another animal one, but I'm gonna leave it. Nice. I'm gonna leave it for Chris because I, I bet he has this one. He has a whole animal. Oh, one. I have a whole fun animal but section, I, guys. I've, <laughs> I've got one more that I just can't stand. Have at it, brother. <laughs> the whole nine yards. Ooh, that's a good one. That one I love crazy. that movie and because the whole phrase. There are ten yards to get to a first down in football, American football. It's probably not from football. 
<laughs> it's definitely not from American football. Well, still, why nine? Tell me, but it's got to be American, edu- right? Because we like, educate yards me. isn't a metric term, so it's uh, probably only American. Or there's like one other country in the entire world. <laughs> they use yards in England. Yeah, it's England, is what I meant to say. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> Gosh, <No>. Adam. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> fine. Yeah. Should I unplug Adam's mic? I don't know. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> Guys, chill. I was kidding. Uh, the whole nine yards. What? What the fuck could that be from? What is nine yards? We should have researched whales. <laughs> where these came from. The whole nine yards. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Mike's biceps. But the whole idea of that saying. Whoa. Like, Ladies. <laughs> or what? What is the whole like the meaning of that saying? It's like. The whole nine yards, like you're giving all your, you're going all the way, you're giving all the effort, you're you're completing the task completely, right? Isn't that how you understand yeah. it? Yeah, go the whole nine yards. Yeah, I gave it the whole nine yards. And don't and stop yeah. at eight yards. It's like Is a there hun- a sport? It's like another way of saying a hundred percent. Yeah, go all the way to ninety percent and stop. Exactly, that's yeah. the way I think of it. <laughs> yeah, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. That's how Mike has sex. <laughs> Dude, if you go the ni- the full nine yards in sex. Tell you what. You almost orgasm. <laughs> Boy, is it fun. It's so solid. <laughs> if you get to that 58-second mark. It's called soaking. And you go the nine Talking. yards in that 58-second mark. Tell you what. That five in your bed, she is going to be pleased. <laughs> <laughs> so you wake up one morning and you realize that there's a nine and you're like, how does this happen? What's weird, too, is like you go to bed with a nine and the next day you wake up with a uh, nine. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, Anywho. Shout out to... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They, they probably aren't listening. Uh, no shout outs. All right. right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so Awkward. <laughs> no, I want to do the, I wanna do the animal Okay, thing. go for it. Do okay. an animal one and then I'll get another animal one. <laughs> so I don't know why, but there's like a lot of fucked up sayings around like... You know, cats and dogs. There's a lot of cat stuff I've noticed. A so lot. much cat stuff. It, All right. Yeah. So let the cat of the cat out of the bag. Drives a, me crazy. That's a funny one because it's like, why did you put the cat in the bag? In the do you, do you, you know someone was you know someone was trying to surprise somebody with a cat and they put it in a bag <laughs> and then it jumped out. <laughs> Cats love bags, so it's easy to get a cat in a bag. But letting the cat out of the bag is, is pretty easy as well. <laughs> so I, I kid you not. I read a story about uh, one of the theories. I guess there are a lot of theories on where that phrase came from. Um, one of the theories says that uh, back in the day in markets, they used to sell cats in bags. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not kidding. No, and, and they in a bag full of cats. When someone was trying to uh, like, like cheat someone, they'd put a little piglet instead of a cat in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. So you would open the bag to make sure it was a cat. And this was a totally like normal description. So another It's like sa- bullshit. Who's putting cats in bags? Another, and another saying should be like check for the piglets in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird is that that actually coincided with when Schrodinger uh, <laughs> <laughs> with this theory about the Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, what is it about cats? And that was actually the birth of quantum theory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these these sayings actually sometimes have a real utility in physics. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> be grateful, <laughs> listeners. Way too many cats out of bags, and okay. next thing you know. So this is one that Sarah and I argued about. Uh, it was curiosity killed the cat. 
which is mm. one a terrible saying like we wouldn't have discovered like anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it wasn't for curiosity it's like oh isaac newton like go fuck yourself man you're <laughs> you're being a little too <laughs> curious about like calculus and gravity and shit i think this one this <laughs> one only like, applies with like one qualifier in my mind curiosity kills the cat if you're friends with a murderous secret like best friend who is like Sam? <laughs> Did you kill Harvey? Uh, <laughs> no, but Sarah was Sarah was joking about this. She she pushed back and she said, No, like cats would die from curiosity because so I was saying that Harvey, our, our cat, is super cautious and like very cautious about things. And yes, he's curious, but that's, he's that's very cautious. It's weird for a cat to be cautious. No, no. So it's not weird for a cat to be cautious. I, I was being sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Never mind. You know what? Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, also, you didn't let me finish. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but then she was joking about how like, oh, he was really cautious, huh? Like that time that he climbed up the screen on the window that's like 10 feet <laughs> off the ground and like so careful couldn't get his claws out of the screen <laughs> he just got stuck there he was being curious though he was just trying to see what it looked like from up there <laughs> but yeah it could kill a cat for sure that's one of those uh <laughs> i uh, i found a bit more data about the whole nine yards oh actually yeah segue uh um, please go back to that the whole nine yards, or full nine yards, is a colloquial... Nobody says full. Um, well, they do in England. Oh, those <laughs> fuckers. And it's a clo- clo- colloquial American English phrase. One more time, what was that word? Colloquial. Colloquial? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> phrase meaning everything, the whole lot. Or when used as an adjective, all the way. But why? <laughs> we know that's what it means, but why does it mean that? Um, the army came out and gave us the whole nine yards, and that's kind of the origin. It started with, like, the army. Oh, they were doing something with yards that equaled uh, nine. Yeah. and Maybe it was like their big gun was, like, nine yards long. And you'd go the whole nine yards of the barrel. Oh, it's like, f- fuck them up. Like give him the whole nine yards. It was a big, like a big gun, and it was like, <laughs> nine <laughs> yar- like a nine yard. Barrel. And now it's a phrase. Yeah, give him the whole nine yards. Give him the tomahawk. The phrase. <laughs> the phrase is related to the expression "the whole six yards," used around the same time. <laughs> You're in, kidding. In 1855. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it started in southern Indiana. Uh, used around the same time in Kentucky and South Carolina. Both phrases are variations on the whole ball of wax. First recorded <laughs> in the 1880s. <laughs> you just can't be This true. is a fucking rabbit hole. They oh are God, part of a family of expressions it. in which an odd-sounding item, such as an enchilada, shooting match, shebang, or hog, is substituted for ball of wax. <laughs> the choice of number nine may be related to the expression to the nines to perfection. <coughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a fucking rabbit hole of... Non-origin. <laughs> it, tur- it turns out <laughs> the the history is not as fun as the the stupidity of the sayings themselves. <laughs> so if you're wondering, we're not going to do that again with any of the phrases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them might be. Sometimes okay. you got to test the waters. <laughs> All right. So the I have <laughs> yes. There's another one. Testing the waters. I see. What you <laughs> He's full of them. Well, have you, you ever gotten to a bath that's too warm? <laughs> you never realize how many. There's so many that things. you use. Yeah. Like never leave any long, stone unturned. 
every day. All day all long. Day that's long. a phrase. Jesus Christ. Why do we say all day long? You know, that one. That <laughs> one's self-explanatory. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> what were you saying when Sam so rudely interrupted you? <laughs> Sam? <laughs> you know Adam likes to talk sometimes. You know what? <laughs> Chris is trying to pin us against each other. <laughs> Start some big quarrel. All oh. right, so I have two more uh, cat and dog ones. Uh, actually, this one's just like it's raining cats and dogs. Oh. Like in what fucked up world were <laughs> like cats and dogs falling from the sky? <laughs> <laughs> that one just never made sense. To okay, me. so feudal <laughs> Europe. <laughs> <laughs> a tornado in the middle of the city. It probably was a tornado. No, it that would be like fish. Yes, it picked the fish up from the sea. But it's raining cats and dogs. Like, what oh, does it, it have to be water animals? Uh, well, I've just heard <laughs> of a story of where like uh, a storm actually picked up like fish out of the water. Yeah, like that can happen town. with land creatures Tornadoes. as well. Yeah, but why they can cats pick up and dogs? Because there are lots of cats and yeah, dogs. There are a lot of cats and dogs. <laughs> I'm Seems sure like they're heavy. I'm sure there was a big storm, rain, then a tornado, and then it picked up a cat and a dog, and I, they fell out of the sky. No? I, so, you know, someone figured out a long time ago that if you want your phrase to catch on, you have to include cats. <laughs> 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 There's so many cat ones. Oh, mm-hmm. guys, this brings me to my favorite one, though. Uh, and this one. <laughs> It's <laughs> pretty fucked up. Oh, I, I know. You're going to say... There's more so than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> Which is a fucked up way to say, oh, there's more than one way to do this thing. It's like... <laughs> and, I, and I heard a joke about this. It's like, why isn't it just... There's one more, or there's more than one way to like cut a child's throat. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jesus no. Christ! Holy They're shit. all fucked up. I'm just saying you could say, oh, there's, there's <laughs> those are not on the same. There's level, more Chris. than one way to build a chair. <laughs> it's like I know it should be something like that. Anything more relaxed. There's than more there's than one way to commit genocide. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's more skin than one a cat, way to murder a child. Oh, that's a bad one. And it's 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 the worst phrase to just say, oh, yeah, you can get to the same conclusion a different way. But at least that we can skin one that. makes sense. <laughs> no, skinning a cat doesn't make sense. No, but there is more than one way to do it. Oh, there's <laughs> only no, one good way to skin a cat. You take the skin and you cut it off the cat. <laughs> we've got start it. from the front, start from the back. There's two ways already. Oh, we've, oh. Got, we've got a Jay Dahmer in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh, it's Adam. like straight from the horse's mouth. Now that one, I just <laughs> That's can't. what I've been dying to bring up. I've been... Done. Run to bring it, up. Sam, that run one just it. sounds like. Uh, Wait, is that related at all to uh, "Don't look a gift horse in the mouth"? <laughs> uh, I don't know be. that one. I don't know if they're related. No, so the I, "Don't look a gift horse in the mm-hmm. mouth" is that like a a horse that's like old and like you know diseased will have like bad teeth. That's how you can tell. Uh, so that's where that phrase came from. But don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> oh, somebody gave you a gift, and so be fucking happy. I love how you gift. tied that up with a bow. Like, and that's where that came from. <laughs> and that's where that came from. Uh, well, straight from the horse's mouth means like straight from the source. Oh, you know, well, yeah, well, was like an authoritative <laughs> well, source. Let's look like at saying like I heard it straight mm-hmm. from the horse's mouth means like this didn't go through a friend, through a friend, through a friend. It's like I know that this is true. I heard it from the source. Yeah. You think that was at mm-hmm. the same time as the grapevine situation? 
was like, oh, I didn't hear it through the grapevine. I heard, I heard it, it through the horse's <laughs> mouth. Okay, so there was a stable. <laughs> I got, I got onto the other side next of to the a vineyard, <laughs> and I found the horse. And well, the horse told me. <laughs> we should we should look at this objectively. So, so a horse. Stupid. So a horse has a big mouth. <laughs> the biggest mouth. The big. The, the source of mouths. <laughs> Thus, if you help me out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I like the, the use okay. of thus. <laughs> I only had half of that baked. So, oh, another one. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. There are literally oh, dozens fin- of them. Finally, horses. Chris takes a pee break. Finally, <laughs> guys. It's nice when we can just kick back. Right? We can relax. Finally be ourselves. Up through episodes one through nine and a half here, we... It's all been a facade. Now things get yeah, real. Yeah, the real thing. Please help us. <laughs> We're Please trapped help us in Chris's basement. Right, I've got dress. a question. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Whoa, get this. Wait, we gotta we gotta finish the horse's mouth. Oh yeah. So that one actually it. comes from horse racing. Um, so they'd say, uh, wherever you get your information from, the closer you are to the horse, the more reliable the information, right? So if you're working with the horse trainer and they're Ooh. telling you tips on the horse, then they have the best information. Jesus so Christ. So someone came out in a newspaper. And they published, you know, um, I don't know, they're talking about how they won this bet on, or how, how they placed this bet and, I don't know, won a million dollars, I don't know, whatever. Um, and they're saying, you know, my information came so close to the horse, it might as well have been from the horse's mouth itself, or might as well have been straight from the horse's mouth. And then that kind of caught on. <laughs> I like that one now. I went from hating it to loving it, just because yeah, it's kind of cool, huh? I know the origin. <laughs> So yeah. w- I'm picking up a theme here. Whenever we start a phrase and we kind of start off, we fucking hate, we it. hate it. But then we delve into what it really is about, and we love it. We love it. That is, we do. That's love it. profound, Mike. That I, is true. Of it's all about recognizing <laughs> patterns. I've, was I've, that one of those questioning things? Like that was profound, Mike. <laughs> no. <laughs> You they mean are Chris's go-to <laughs> sarcasm. My that profundity was funny. Yeah, is funny. Yeah, Chris's go-to. Few and far between. Right, so I've got a good one that I just All can't right. wait to talk about. Take your pants off and tell us. All right, my pants are on, but here we go. You all know. Boo. You are <laughs> <laughs> Boo. You all know the phrase. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach Jesus. a man to fish Jesus. and he'll eat forever. Yeah, makes sense. Well, you're all familiar, I hope, with the television show Parks and Recreation. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a wonderful character, Ronald Swanson. Ronald Swanson. Uh-huh. And his favorite quote, well, my favorite quote of his is, give a man to fish and feed him for a day. Don't teach a man to fish and feed yourself. He's a grown man, and fishing's not that hard. <laughs> Just, I love Ron. He's definitely my favorite character. <laughs> An all-time classic. And then I you know, went down this rabbit hole, and I realized that there are a lot of good fishing quotes from Ron Swanson. Rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. yeah, rabbit hole. That's a good one. Oh, down the rabbit hole. You're just chasing it. Well, that's Alice in Wonderland. Super easy to Sorry. Yeah, it is. Mike. But Sorry. Another classic <laughs> another classic Ron Swanson. Fishing. It's like yoga, except I still get to kill something. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one. Fish for sport only, not for meat. 
fish meat is practically a vegetable. <laughs> 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 Which, if you know the Ron Swanson character, it totally makes sense. <laughs> Those are so good. That's fish like, meat is practically a vegetable. That's like when he's served a salad and he's like, why are you feeding me the food that my food eats? <laughs> <laughs> he's got one of the strongest mustaches in the game. He does. He just does. he's got he's a guy who can legit use a freaking mustache comb and I respect it. <laughs> it's luscious. Anyway, that's the end of my dive into the life of Ron Swanson. I just thought it was hilarious. Those are those are really good. Louder, son. Um, but liquor. If if everybody's okay, I uh, I have a good one. But actually, you know, Sam, you look like you're ready. Yeah, Sam. Sam's gotta oh, I go. I, I I've got a short one. <laughs> so a, a picture. A picture is worth a thousand words, right? Looking at your TV. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture so of us. If a picture a is worth a thousand words, then a movie's got to be worth infinitely many. infinite number of words, right? Then my question for you guys, why is the book always better? You know? Oh, damn, Sam. That was insightful. I'm just saying, you do the math. And <laughs> For anyone <Man>. wondering, <laughs> a knowledge bomb was Wait. just dropped in the Sam. middle of Chris's basement. Sam, where Sam's did you up. get that? That's actually like really insightful. Sam's up late at night. He's <laughs> pouring over these pages. He's like, it, it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't add up. I, I, give Sam, <laughs> I give Sam a topic, and he's just like <laughs> laboriously <laughs> researching one thing that he chases <laughs> down. I just can't figure it out. I just don't understand. Maybe they can answer it for me. But why? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. So I think the idea is, well, I mean, with the picture, it's like, okay, well, you can derive a lot from one picture. Um, and I mean, I, I would say it takes you 10 hours to read a book that is a hour and a half movie. So, you know, it's not maybe a thousand words and infinitely many words. We are talking about, uh, how the first movie was actually just people trying to figure out if a horse like was off the ground when he was running or not. Uh, but they were, they took seven pictures. And they put those together as a moving, <laughs> like a moving image. Seven frames per minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, seven frames. <laughs> it was seven frames for like <laughs> maybe like half a second or a second. <laughs> How long <laughs> it takes you to flip through seven pictures. <laughs> and Claymation was born. <laughs> oh. Gumby followed shortly after. Uh, but with that, I think part of it is that you can read expressions from people. So say your book is like better than the movie but there are things and and maybe this goes back to like okay when you're i don't know when you're ah, shit this is like animals can read people like pretty well so like your dog can know you're upset like just by your body language and so when you're just talking over the phone it's like some things can get misconstrued and when you're like typing an email like you know, you can't necessarily We're display Slack. sarcasm. It's the worst. Slack is even worse, right? There's no sarcasm in Slack. Well, emojis are changing the game, right? Yeah, but it's like, cut me some Slack, am I right? <laughs> That's not what we're talking that about. That was a number two. <laughs> that was a dry <laughs> joke. That was a dry joke. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that the, the idea around a picture is a thousand words is like, there's a lot to do with body language. And maybe a movie is like, they're acting, so it's not their true body language, it's their like fake body that's what they want you to perceive in their body language whereas when you're in a room you're talking to somebody 
and they're upset about something, you can feel that they're upset. But maybe the words that they're saying don't show that they're upset. And so, yes, in a book, you're actually describing their like background thoughts. Well, but say you spend an hour and a half reading the script of a movie or, or something, like versus the book that it came behind. It's like you're not seeing the person's reactions. You're not seeing. You're not feeling the, the actual like uh, body language behind that person's like feelings. Uh, whereas when you're reading a book, you're actually hearing why they're feeling the way that they're feeling. Or you could do the, the basic math of a book, like a l- decently long book, how many words are in that book versus how long is the movie where it's like a continuous picture. Yeah. And how many so pictures can you You have like a 100,000 word book. I was just going to say. Your money. like your you, <laughs> took, you took that long to say that it takes longer to read a book than to watch a movie. That's not, what I, that's not the whole <laughs> thing I was saying. Uh, the TLDR. No, 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 body the language, and there was a, there was a part about there. Like, no, he, he was, what you were saying. I mean, he was talking about like how a lot of things are misconstrued in different types of communication. and like in, Yeah, in text, you could be misunderstanding what the author meant to say because it's in words, not in like a physical action or a picture. You can't see the, the body language of the person writing the book. So you could actually be misconstruing what the book is saying there you go and it's a good thing to misconstrue is that where we're ending here no that we're not ending i have a couple others <laughs> no, no no i mean i, I mean in terms of like the <laughs> books versus movies yeah actually that's uh, yeah that is what we're <laughs> what we're saying because like when you read uh brandon sanderson what's that book uh mistborn wave kings mistborn yeah you know you can actually picture things how you want to picture them yeah that's which really is kind of cool. neat and you get to give the characters body language mm-hmm. in your brain hopefully they don't make a movie i'm just kidding i think they already have a movie deal <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh this one this is actually multiple sayings uh and and a part of the reason i'm i'm saying this is because i have like a little bit of a beef to pick with it. Uh, and it is kind of like... Or is it a pork? Yeah, beef to pick? No, it's beef. Oh, shit. I use the same. <laughs> Do we need to dissect that one? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Press forward. Okay. Go Too many animal puns. Another thing to recognize is how just inundated we are with these cliches in our lives we and how they kind of subconsciously run our lives. They roll off the tongue. <laughs> They really do. Lol. They run our lives. Roll mm-hmm. off the tongue. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> they roll off the tongue. That's another one. Uh, so this one's about like lack of planning, and it's that eh, like for some reason we are so anti like making plans uh, that we have things like oh carpe diem seize the day, or like YOLO, or <laughs> fortune favors the bold, or uh, the easiest way to make God laugh is to make plans. Like, there's so much <laughs> behind, like, anti-planning things out in your future. Yeah, it's like Which the romanticized sucks. version of just what it actually takes to do something. Yeah. Like, any book or fairy tale you read, it's just like, and they were just born with it, and they just blah, 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 blah. And I 100% think that you, I, I actually totally agree that you need to, like, you know, when there's an opportunity that arises, <laughs> you should definitely, like, go after it. But... I actually think everything good in my life has, has happened because I planned something around it. Like, I'm not saying there's no spontaneity, but, like, for the most part, I was in a situation where I could be spontaneous because I planned something. Well, I think this kind of ties into your one of your favorite books, which is 
discipline equals freedom. It's like if you plan and you stay disciplined. <laughs> what are you referencing, Mike? Oh, it's a book by Jocko Willink <laughs> that I know you love. Extreme ownership. <laughs> no, um, there's there's actually some good some good knowledge in that book. It, some of good. the str- strategies. Maybe not the best, but I I think the ideals behind the strategies are good, but I think that uh, strategy and tactics are different things. Applicability is definitely relative for that book. Yeah, for sure. He's talking about fucking. Not everybody works as a Navy SEAL. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Are you saying sales is in war? Kind of is. You don't walk into the office every morning and say, "Buckle down, it's time for war." No, I usually uh, grab coffee and then like play ping pong or something. Oh, <laughs> I get warmed up. <laughs> Dude, I do. <laughs> got to get that forehand going. <laughs> Day hasn't started right unless you got those Fruit Loops going. You know? Yeah, we. I mean, I don't eat Fruit Loops, but you like fool that. of a mook. No, I just I drink the free coffee. So it's good stuff. But back to the whole anti-planning thing. What is it about our culture that's like, oh? Like, oh, just go with the flow, be free. And, like, people identify themselves by, oh, I'm really, like, you know, go with the flow type of a person. You think it's in our DNA? Where no, I think that we make plans, and that's how things get done. Like, literally every important thing in my life has been planned. Yeah, but I, um, mm. I, I think people are kind of on different, you know, uh, it's definitely a spectrum between how much people plan and how little people plan and the people that plan a ton um they're you know and kind of obsess over things going the way that they want them to go Tim Ferriss. are just running straight into just straight into trouble right um i mean well, i i think without a doubt things aren't going to go the way you think they're going to go maybe you have to be able to pivot but you still have to make a base plan yes i agree pivot yeah but <laughs> I don't know. Like tomorrow, we're going on a hike in the morning. Yeah, YOLO. Like, fuck you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> send it. Dude, that's the new YOLO. Is send, send it. it. Yeah. Send it. We're sending it anyway. Here's th- send it for Julie. Here's the thing, though. Send I think there are there are phenomenal moments and events that take place when you embrace some spontaneity. But I don't think it should be your modus operandi, where it's everything. It kind of runs you, and that's your just what you do consistently it's something that you embrace from time to time when like the moment kind of is right but it's modus operandi (laughs) the mode of operations yeah the mo the mo (laughs) cliche um (laughs) but point being there are moments like some nights it's been 11 o'clock and i'm getting home and it just looks really nice i'm like fuck it i'm gonna go running and it's fucking awesome snowing and it's fucking awesome did you start running that's good yeah (laughs) (laughs) but but it's not he failed he failed (laughs) failed but i don't think it's like a way to live consistently i think it's something you embrace like 10 15 percent of the time yeah but i i don't think that you should not make plans i think that it (laughs) takes like steady plan i'm so on the plan train okay well there's another phrase for this uh what is it fail to plan plan to fail Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, we. I sent you the. Uh, I, I sent all of you guys the list of like contradictory terms. Totally. <laughs> <We> should, <laughs> that actually, list is funny because it's all so true. This should be like a hot take of like. I, I won't speed read them all, round. I'll read, <laughs> I'll read a couple of them. What's uh, funny is how relevant so many of these phrases are in sales. 
Like just if they want, if you need like a pump up speech or like some yeah, you just like motivational right. email. <laughs> guess what's coming your way? Twelve cliches. Oh man, <laughs> it's like all right, winners never quit, but quit while you're ahead. <laughs> okay, I gotta share something. I which I won't one do I listen to? I won't specify like who said this, but it was in a Slack channel, and like uh, a certain person posted and said, "All right, guys, time to get focused again." You know, uh, sorry, just so dumb. He's like, uh, wh- so it was along the lines of, and rent, or like, you have to earn your rent, and rent is due every day. Do you know the phrase I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, I, I've heard that. Yeah, and is I'm that like. a sales thing? It is a sales thing. He threw it out there, and I was like, it's not due every day. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say like it's due once a month, first of all. But I knew what he was Who trying to do on a daily basis. What are you staying at a fucking hotel? My <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, I, I wanted. I knew what he was trying to do, so I didn't say anything. But I was like, fuck your phrase. You <laughs> yeah, it's a totally backwards phrase. Rent is fuck due every day. No. Where the fuck do you live? You need to move. Yeah. So <laughs> when I unfortunately had that little car stint there as a sorry car stint, when I had that. A small amount of time where I was working as a car salesman, uh, we had a guy stand up and give us a motivational talk in the morning. At awesome. Our daily stand up like meetings where we had pump up meetings for the day. Nice. Uh, and the guy's like, okay. And the whole background of this is if you, uh, so when you're selling cars, you work solely on commission. But if you don't make your commission for the month, if you don't like make above minimum wage, they are forced to pay you minimum wage. Okay. So the guy said is like, we do not work here for minimum wage. And if you're making minimum wage next month, you're fucking fired. He literally said that at the beginning of a sales meeting <laughs> in the morning. And it's like, yeah, this fucking sucks. I fucking hate it. Wait, you weren't inspired by that? Weird. How many more sales did you close (laughs) because of that speech? Please buy this car or else I'm fired. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't help. But 100% though, sales is a weird place with a lot of fucking cliches. Yeah. Like always Coffees for closers. Well, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Same with the same mindset there. Different quote, but same speech. (laughs) Well, we should play that at the beginning of one of our episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of like the the idea of um, rationale by analogy as opposed to like first principles thinking or objective thinking. And it's just, it's something that makes sense to you. It's why Trump is president. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> you can say things just, that's like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But you didn't really think the whole thing through. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's true. It's it That's just, actually like half of politics, actually. Like but it makes sense to you, and that's why it works, because it's easy to grasp, because it's something you relate to your life analogously, or Dude, yeah, ben, via analogy. Ben Carson, in the last election, was all about this. He was like, oh, yeah, like, when I grew up in, you know, like, in the Bible, it said you pay 10% of your tithing, not, oh, if you make this much, you pay 20%, or, oh, if you make this much, you pay 5% of your tithing. He was like, oh, it's always... 10% is like a flat tax raise, how we should, you know, move <laughs> forward with the country. And it's like, oh, fucking Ben Carson, man. It's like, you don't actually understand this. Like, there's there's a lot that goes into this. And like, no, the people who are making very little money, it's like, they like 10% would actually like bankrupt them. Like, yeah. if you're making like 
you know, 35 K and you're supporting your two kids because you're a single parent. Best of luck. Like, yeah, 35 K like 10% is, you know, three and a half. Or like three thousand five hundred dollars. Super, and super low. That, those are your grocery bills for the year. One hundred percent. And if you're like, if you're making thirty-five k and you're supporting two kids, you're not paying any taxes. In fact, like if you are ta- having taxes taken out of your paycheck, you're gonna get it all back at the year, or at the end of the year. Um, but like, yeah, three thousand five hundred dollars is a lot of money for somebody. Yeah. So the reason, the, again, the phrases work because they're easy to grasp and you can connect it to something in your life. But the reason that they don't last is because they're very very specific and generalized but they're catchy and they stick they're very sticky bingo and 80 percent of the like the country understands like that principle or like maybe maybe like 30 percent of the country understands that principle very well and they're like okay like i i get what you're saying this makes sense this actually makes sense and if you don't like digest it too much or use actual like active thinking or, or if someone doesn't might explain say why it system it two isn't perfect yeah if you if you think slowly about it uh shit we gotta do that episode it, it pays to think slow yeah it does the like what we're talking about is daniel kahneman's book thinking fast and slow where there's two types of thinking where you're digesting something quickly and and you're digesting something and you're taking a little bit of time to actually understand it. And we have some really good examples for that. And I think that should be our next episode, no matter. Um, maybe we maybe we don't drink for that one because that one's going to be a, a real thinker. <laughs> maybe we drink extra. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad that's idea. I like me, that idea. That's going to get me through. <laughs> it's going right. to be too heavy. Says the one person who hasn't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I've read the first quarter of it the first three <laughs> hours of the audible <laughs> of the 18 hour audible <laughs> all right so if uh, if i've learned anything about these phrases and cliches it's that use them if they sometimes apply but take them with a cream of salt <laughs> <laughs> you know i learned that the uh i learned that the best things in life are free but there's no such thing as a free lunch that's what <laughs> i learned and eat your fucking lunch. <laughs> you get what you pay for. <laughs> Dude, Chris, hashtag <laughs> podcast. I swear to God, Chris, for like the first eight months when I knew you, like one of your favorite phrases, like, "Oh man, I'm gonna eat your fucking lunch." I'm going to <laughs> eat your lunch, and then Donald Trump started saying it, and I just stopped saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Did that actually? I, I heard you say it, That's and I was funny. like, I, I kind of liked. It. I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna." Sack lunch, like I'm gonna eat your goddamn lunch. <laughs> eat your lunch <laughs> is a catchy phrase to say. That's a good one. I'm gonna eat it. And that makes sense because it's like you brought lunch and I'm gonna eat it. So I own <laughs> you, bitch. Thanks for the description. <laughs> I picture like a brown sack <laughs> with like, oh, I got the gogurt today. Dude, you know I've when you have the, the gogurt. Applesauce. I've got the PB and J. Then Chris like just comes along. He's like, what'd you get today? Oh, I'm gonna eat your fucking lunch <laughs> <laughs> i was so well, not a bully too <laughs> just remember dear listeners you heard it here first <laughs> aka straight from the horse's mouth <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank goodness this is a short episode because uh brevity is the soul of wit shut up <laughs> <laughs> is that um horse's mouth phrase we need to sound. quit while we're ahead <laughs> 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 but um does that horse's mouth phrase sound sexual to anybody else <laughs> oh god yeah Mike. 
God, Mike, don't judge a book by its cover. Jeez. <laughs> All's well that ends well. <laughs> 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 you really don't miss that water till the well runs dry. <laughs> that was rapid You don't know what you've got till it's gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Mike. Stop uh, recording now, please. Do you want to send us off with uh, your your like textbook catchphrase from the last episode? Because yeah. we're not at night. Yeah. It is a tradition. Nobody's <laughs> listening to this <laughs> at night. Yeah, I um, we really care about you guys. And having said that, have a great fucking day. 